Welcome to Data Access Golf, your home for rapid golf improvement. And now, from the thin air of the Rocky Mountains, next on the number one tee, your host, Aaron Stewart. Wow, good morning. Thank you. Uh, Josh, again, thanks for the introduction. Love that. Turned out great. It's good to be with you guys again on this podcast. I think we've got a really good topic today, and I appreciate uh, Gavin for sending it in, and I will discuss it. So the uh, topic that was brought up is if there's any difference in how we practice and play, and that has so many different levels that I thought that it would be a, a cool discussion to have and part of basically the topic of today's show. The, the short answer is yes, I think there's a great difference between how we practice and how we play. And I think that it's, we overcomplicate it. So uh, I'll, I'll start with practice. With practice for me, it's about working on things and getting better, uh, trying things out. We discussed a little bit in a previous podcast about using tips and tricks and things that we find from other sources but making sure that we have, you know, through the use of, of really good data and good feedback and accurate feedback, that we make sure that those, you know, that those things that we're trying actually work well for our golf swing and don't actually get us off, uh, off track. So that would be the first sort of thing to watch out for is make sure that when we practice that we're doing it sort of responsibly. And speaking personally, and I'm a, I'm a freak, I realize that, but I, I, have, I find very little... I have very little interest in practicing if I don't have some feedback. I find practicing without feedback very frustrating because I, I know how quickly I can fall into bad habits and then I can sort of start making those, those, those habits sort of long term, right? So I know that, that without proper feedback, I think that I've just messed with my golf swing so much or I just like to explore so much that, that I can get into some pretty bad bad places pretty quickly if I don't have feedback kind of letting me know that I'm on the right track. And so I think it's fun to get out on the range and try different things and hit low shots and high shots and try to curve the ball left and right. And all that kind of stuff's really fun to do. And I, I love working on that kind of stuff, but I, I love to have my feedback with me. So I know if I'm, I'm doing those things that I'm still doing it sort of in a proper way. And if nothing else, at least I know what I am doing to create those shots instead of sort of coming up with something, tying that, you know, that shot to a feel and then expecting that feel to deliver the same result out on the golf course, that's where we get into a, a really bad place. And uh, Fred Shoemaker goes into a lot about, about this, about trying to stay outside of yourself and try to stay in the moment when you're playing golf. And I think that that applies to just about everything in life and, and, Frankly, Fred believes that as well, and we'll, we'll suggest that. So as far as practice goes, that's kind of how I see practice. Practice is sort of the laboratory where we can go and work on stuff and try stuff and mess with stuff and do all that kind of stuff. But when it's time to play, I will take my equipment, um, my feedback devices. I will get myself into a place where I learn how my golf swing feels that day, that day. Right now, I'm not talking about a long-term feel. I'm talking about, okay, that day, this is how it feels. When I am on plane and swinging the club right, this is how it feels. And then I will go to the course and sort of play that way, kind of knowing where the club has to be visually helps me a ton. But getting to the club where it needs to be for that day to play a decent round of golf. And, and I will admit that some days, my golf swing feels like complete and utter garbage. 
And yet I know because I've done a little work before I went out that that is, that is plain for me that day, that it just isn't going to feel very good. Now, as the, as the round goes, you can kind of warm up and maybe some things loosen up and things change. And so you'll start to see the ball start doing different things that you weren't, um, that you don't want it to do. In, in those particular moments, we can make adjustments to kind of bring it in together. And that's, that's probably a discussion for another day, sort of on course adjustments. But at least for today, to stay on topic, when we get out and play, I think that we forget everything that we've been working on. And I think that that is probably a huge mistake that most people make is they take whatever they've been working on the range and they go out and they try to implement, like sort of force it, sort of conscientiously uh, on a conscious level, force this movement or that movement or this tip or, you know, weight back, weight through, balance, whatever. They're trying to come up with some sort of something and make themselves do it. And I think that's where we get into a real, um, where we get into trouble. When we get out on the golf course, it's just about playing. It's just about experiencing and enjoying it and picking a target and going at it. Just seeing the shot and then just letting it go. And that's something that Fred Shoemaker says a lot, just let it go. And I found that to be very, very helpful. So I, I do allow myself a place to practice and mess around and work and try to get things down. But then when it's time to go play, I'll figure out, what that means for that day, and then I'll go out and play. And it reminds me of kind of an interview I heard once with uh, Ian Poulter, who isn't my favorite guy. I mean, he's not my favorite guy on tour for sure. He, um, whatever, he rubs me the wrong way, but that's neither here nor there. But I remember an interview with him when he was talking about standing out on the, on the range, and they're like, so tell us, about your, tell us about your warm-up. And it probably didn't mean anything to anybody else, but he said, well, I go out to the range, I get warmed up, I stretch out, and I start hitting, right? I start hitting golf balls and see what I've got that day. And then that's what I play that day. And I thought, well, that's fascinating. So he goes out and kind of starts hitting golf balls. And so to him, whatever his ball shape is doing, he puts probably on a very similar feel every single day. But as I mentioned earlier, feels lie. But he just kind of figures, okay, this is my golf swing. This is what I'm comfortable with. What is it producing today? And whatever that is, that's what Ian Poulter goes out and plays with. So pretty fascinating. And I kind of I go the opposite direction. I like to see a certain ball flight. And to be perfectly honest, I like to see straight. I like a straight ball flight as much as possible with the drive, with the, everything. I like straight, which means, uh, yeah, which means a lot of, again, probably a discussion for another podcast, but I like to see the ball go straight. And so I will use the equipment to get my swing into a place where I know it's going to create a straight shot every time, right? If as long as I have the club on this plane and I'm swinging this way, I'm gonna and I and, and the, the the club face returns to the ball square. I'm going to hit a, a pretty much straight shot all day. That's the easiest thing for me to kind of to picture. I enjoy a straight ball. Um, it's not a an, it's not natural necessarily when you're on a tilted axis so some adjustments have to be made but I am comfortable with that so I will get my swing into a place where it's a I'm going to be hitting a straight ball and I will go to the course and use that swing that day and then as the ball starts moving if things change within my body I'll make adjustments on the course but that's pretty much it so play is for play just go out pick a target swing the club and enjoy it and practice the place where we just practice that um, we could go a lot of different directions on this on this discussion, course strategy, 
uh, what to do when things start going wrong, sort of the mental side of the game. All of that we will get into. I've got podcasts scheduled to talk about all those things, but I, it's just important to not make yourself do anything out on the golf course. I mean, the golf swing, let's break it down this way. The golf swing is one second. It's usually three quarters of a second back and a quarter of a second down, right? One second. And then that means the ball is on the club for a fraction of a second. So the idea that somehow or another you can consciously make an adjustment mid-swing and somehow or another make, have that work out for you positively is not true. That just does not, not happen. We are much better off getting set up, getting everything in place, and just letting it happen and experiencing the golf swing than we are trying to force it to do something. We just don't have time. None of us are that smart. None of us are that good. So you go to the range and we'll work on some stuff and get some things into place. And then we'll go out on the course and we will just play and enjoy it. Once we're done playing, I always suggest run back to the tee. And uh, if your swing has started sort of feeling a certain way and a different ball flight was coming out of that different shape, then let's go back to the range, put on our equipment take a quick barometer on what's going on, see exactly what, why that swing was producing that shot and learn a little bit, right? It's that process that will make it so we always leave the course completely confident that we know what was going on, that we know what was going on out there, right? We know what was going on with our swing. That's the cool part of golf. We can practice and get ready to go. We go out and play and just enjoy it and experience things and then take those experiences and those feels for that day, run back to the range, throw on your equipment, get really accurate instant data back, see what's actually going on, and then you can leave the course feeling completely confident that, that you got this thing, or at least you understand what was going on. It's maybe not dealt with and it's gonna take some more practice and work and drills and all that that, that we'll do together, but at least we know what's going on and we can deal with that right we can deal with what's known it's when we're trying to make a golf swing from the unknown that uh, your life blows up on you so anyway practice to practice and get better go out to play and have fun and enjoy it and experience it and then a quick practice follow-up after play to kind of get an idea of what those feels were creating i think that's the best method the best method to sort of blend practice and play. So Gavin, I hope that helps. If it doesn't, shoot me another email and we'll talk about it. But appreciate your um, listening in. Hope that that was helpful to you. And until next time, remember, better data means better golf. This is Aaron Stewart. I'm out. Thanks for listening to Data Access Golf with Aaron Stewart. Check us out online at dataaccessgolf.com and we'll see you on the next episode.